Welcome to a new episode of It Be Your Own People, a new podcast about what's going on in pop culture and being a POC in today's social environment, because sometimes it be your own people. Maybe it's your brother, sister, or friend. Karen at the job or Karen next door, a leader of the movement you thought you could trust. Most of the time, it's somebody you already know. Beware the wolves, y'all. And now more than ever, people are showing you who they really are, and you need to know who you can trust. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another fun episode of It Be Your Own People. As always, we're going to get right into it with our cocktail of the day. Because it's fall and it is one of my favorite transitional seasons, I am getting nice and toasty with a nice and sweet, but not too sweet, apple cider bourbon. Hey, girl tree. Hey, so I'm having a Prosecco. I'm not into the whole seasonal thing, but we're going to hop into this game that is very seasonal because we are talking about Halloween costumes that need to go. It's game time. Like, let's get creative, people. Let's stop with the slutty nurse costumes. Right, Sally? Yeah, I mean, it's super played out. I am pretty much over seeing all of y'all tits hanging out. We are in the age of social media where y'all be doing that every single day anyway. So let's get a little bit more creative. And on the note of slutty nurse, in line with that is don't be giving me no slutty professor anymore. Like, come on, come on. Absolutely. I'm like, yes, the overexposed boobs, the the booty shorts out to all of the slut nurse, whatever you want to do. Leave that for the bedroom for your role playing. You do not use Halloween as a way to get out with that in the streets. We don't want to see that. Keep that for your man or woman or whoever the hell you with in the bedroom. All of that shit got to go. And like, if that's what you want to do in your regular life, good for you. We support all movements. But like, it's Halloween. We want to see some creativity up in here. No, I can support all movements, but you can keep what you want to do in the bedroom. Like all of that is dominatrix. Like, yes, get on the creativity train. And with that, while you get it creative, don't get too creative with your makeup that you start looking a whole different race now. Or we not going to do that. Ooh. Uh, yeah, there are ways for you to represent a certain iconic figure without you having to dip into the turpentine or the bronzer that's like 17,000 shades much darker than your natural skin tone or 17,000 shades much lighter it goes both ways dust don't do it so you can take Kanye for example he's wearing a whole white person mask I mean I'm not saying it's any better but it is it in a, a weird shady ass way And speaking of weird and shady, them clowns, they got to go. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I mean, that's my own personal psychological thing. But please be kind and just don't do it. Because if I see a clown walking down the street, my ass is running in the other way. Or I'm throwing throwing fists. I'm throwing bows. Yeah, like that it clown. No, no. No, 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 no. And of course, all of these costumes definitely are still valid for the kids. We're talking about y'all grown ass folks, okay? But also, if you're going to get creative, please don't do a virus. Please do not dress up as no damn virus. We have been living in the COVID for way too long. Yeah, like I understand that life imitates art and all this other shit, but we've been living in some ridiculous, really off color Monet 
for way too long. I'm not trying to see no viruses walking down the street. And along with not wanting to see that, what else don't you want to see, girl? Mm, I'm kind of good on the couple's costumes. See, I'm like, why? I think that is cute. If you get creative and you and your boo is like, hey, we're going to do this together. I think it's fun. Why are you hating on it? Or why is it not your thing? Give us some context. Because I can't find any cute costumes, any cute couples costumes that will fit me and Simba, my dog. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave that to you. But <laughs> as much as much as we're talking about the costumes we don't want to see, we're going to give you some things we do want to see. How about doing more tribute costumes? I like those. We have had a lot of really great, fallen, inspirational people who have passed. So how about we do some more into that? Like King T'Challa. Hello, we need more Black Panther costumes. I like that. Yes, I'm here for that. I totally agree with you on that. And for the last year, unfortunately, we have lost so many really influential people in pop culture, in history, in politics. And I would say that it's definitely more than okay to provide some sort of tribute aspect like my my girl ruth bader ginsburg she's always a good one for the kids for the adults for the babies i'm here for all of it just don't slaughter up again yes we saw some really good costumes in the past year or last halloween was it uh since she passed on them little kids but we definitely did see somebody making a ruth bader ginsburg like ho, like a little slut slut and i'm like come on now all this woman don't work for it, and that's how you're going to do it? No. No. But we would be here for a nice, cute Alex Trebek tribute. And you don't even have to do all that much. You just got to get yourself a cute little salt and pepper wig. Well, probably more salt than pepper. Uh, a nice little cravat. A little suit. And then just walk around with your flashcards talking about people. Make sure you have Jeopardy on the back of your little flashcards. And oh, you yes. get, um, I don't remember if he wears a pair of glasses or not, but I feel like that will jazz up the look either way. And we also have Cicely Tyson, right? Find a nice, good image from any of her photo shoots. Jazz that up and you will look good. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of which, that young lady who passed away for her iconic role in BAPS, Everybody does Halle Berry. Don't nobody do the supporting actresses. And I think that would be a really good one to do. It would. And you know what? It could be a real good couples costumes like besties, you know, friends. I think that would be really great to do. So there's a couples costumes that could work, right? I think I could make that work with Simba. Yeah, I want to see that wig on your dog. And best of all, I want to see somebody with a DMX. DMX costume. That would be dope. And you got to do the voice. You just have to. Yeah, you got to do the voice. You got to do the leather. Uh, you got to figure out a way to get yourself your own motorcycle biker gang. And then that would really be on and popping. And get some oversized clothes because that's really what back in the day was all about. You know, and a wife beater. Them. You can't forget the wife beater with the bandana. No. Get all the things, but if you don't got the voice right, then don't do it at all. Exactly. Let's get into... What the fuck news? For what the fuck news, unfortunately, we have to start it off on a bit of a somber note. As many of you have probably already seen, General Colin Powell has recently passed away from COVID-related complications. However, while we say that, we would like to just highlight a few things here and there. 
we really do not want to start this as a whole anti-vaxxer movement for y'all to get on your little bandwagons and start saying, oh, he was fully vaccinated and he still passed away. Yeah, I mean, it happens. But guess what? He is an older man. He also had other health issues and he is leaving a great legacy behind. So we just going to say our R.I.P. And then we're going to keep it moving. Okay, what's going on in New Jersey? Because people is getting crazy on these dating apps now. Well, speaking of R.I.P., child, the law enforcement done caught up with a one Mr. Khalil Wheeler Weaver, 25, of Orange, New Jersey, because he allegedly was out on these dating apps and killed three women. No. That's a whole hot mess. See, this is the reason why you always have a couple bad assholes who ruin a good thing. You have people out here trying to date, trying to move on with their life after COVID done separated people. You know what I'm saying? And then here go this asshole killing. Just going around killing people that he meets. Like how? What? Why? So remember when we told y'all to watch the show You? but not to do the you things in real life. This is exactly what this is. And this is also why it's so hard for women to be out in the dating sphere and to meet people because you never know who is really out here trying to murder you in the back of their car. But this also will remind you to have that friend who knows how to do all the searching and check for any criminal activities. Cause we have a friend like this. Okay. And now before she goes on a date, or if you tell her you are talking to a guy, she will do all the searches and do a full complete background check. And no, she is not a police officer and does not work in any law enforcement, but you need one of those on every team. Everybody does. Okay. And that to mention, uh, this is why I believe that everyone should be team iPhone. If you going out with somebody and it's someone that you haven't met, Make sure you got somebody following that location, girl. They need to know. This is true. And now we're going to get into this meme that's going around that is comparing Magic Johnson to Kyrie Irving. So, again, I'm not here to tell y'all to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. Y'all are going to do what y'all are going to do. But please, for the love of of jesus mary and joseph if you are going to offer a comparison to prove a point make sure that a the shit makes sense and b you're not actually proving the opposite of what you're trying to say so let the people know what the meme actually says so this i'm not even gonna say her name because i don't want to give her notoriety but she goes on twitter and goes They let Magic Johnson play basketball with full-blown HIV, but won't let Kyrie Irving play because he won't get a COVID shot. First of all, unless we are playing basketball in a new way that involves uh, getting a sexually transmitted disease or a blood transfusion, then this doesn't even make sense. And if we are doing sexual things while playing basketball, I need to know because I will never miss a game. I just, the stupidity... In this little meme, this little viral tweet is really dumb. And it just goes to show how, like, small-minded people are. But listen, if Kyrie Irving don't want to get his COVID shot, that's fine. But guess what? His job says you need this to play. If you ain't going to get it, then you ain't going to play. You ain't going to get a check. It's as simple as that. You don't have to do it, but you won't get paid. Okay? Remember that. Exactly. And also, let us not forget that the reason why Magic Johnson could still play in the NBA 
with his HIV is because he took all the medication. He took his antiretrovirals and all the other things and stuff that they had him given so he could play. So this just doesn't make any sense. And y'all, y'all annoying. Read a book. Here we go with regular degular news. So, you know what? When we found out that Kim Kardashian was going to host SNL, right? A few weeks ago, I was like, oh boy, how is this going to go? Like, I literally had no high hope. But homegirl killed it. Not only was her intro monologue all of what, like four minutes, she done made fun of almost everybody in her damn family and even brought OJ in on some of the jokes too. But I was really shocked at how well she did in the skits. She even brought her mother and one of her sisters, Chloe, along. So they were in on it, too. But I, I got to give my hats off to her. It was funny. And honestly, the best way to make people laugh is to laugh at yourself. She did that. And I'm like, all right. Hey, hats off to you, girl. Yeah, the jokes were hit. And her writing team was on point for that. I love the fact that she took on everything that people have been saying about her for pretty much since she hit the small screen. Uh, She just turned that around on herself and she really knew how to deliver a joke. The skits were funny. I love the fact that she brought in Chloe and her mom on one of them. So I'm here for it. I was delightfully impressed. And SNL needed that. Yeah, let's be real. Let's be real. They did a very smart thing. They brought some in, someone in with over hundreds of millions of followers to come in and really revive them. Because, I mean, let's be real. Nobody watches SNL unless they have a great host. So they did a good job. But in that same Kardashian family, I mean, the things keep getting better and better. Courtney just got engaged to her man Travis Scott they've been dating for just under a year now and oh tell us about that engagement so from the photos that I saw Travis Barker really did the thing uh I could see that they were on a beach and he had gotten hundreds and hundreds of red roses had them all in a circle it looked like it was very private was just the two of them he got down on one knee the ring is divine absolutely perfect and flawless but the best part about this engagement girl what is how salty Lord Disick is. Listen, Scott Disick has nobody but his damn immature, childish ass self to blame. Okay? He had a beautiful woman in his life for years. They have three beautiful children together. Now they are no longer together and they have moved on. But the saltiness in this bitch, the shadiness in him is like ever and ongoing. He literally just sent out And replied under Courtney's image. I think this was on Instagram earlier this week. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. Now, she posted up a picture. She's looking fabulous. And she wrote as her caption, I do not cook and I do not clean. Which is hilarious because, you know, she got all that and she got the ring. Now, Scott goes under it and says, I know that's right. Oh, come on. Why are you such a sore loser? Mm-hmm. And then I saw another meme earlier today where someone was just like, oh, what Scott couldn't do in 11 years and three kids. Travis Barker locked down in 10 months. And that's the thing. It's like, don't. 
don't get bitter when your ex moves on, especially when you weren't doing the things you needed to do. You wanted to go hang out and party and date younger women. You are free to do that, sir. And also Travis's ex-wife, who he shares two kids with, apparently she's working on her mental health right now because she said, please leave me alone. I'm focusing on myself. So you know what, girl, do that. And I'm glad she didn't say anything negative. She's just saying, please do not message me. So, you know, you got to put up your boundaries, but Scott needs to really figure it out and get mature. Yes, he definitely needs to grow up, but we shall wait and see if that would ever happen. But moving on to grown and sexy, Matthew McConaughey is out here trying to do all the right things for his home state of Texas. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, he recently announced uh, a few months ago, actually, that he was interested in running for governor of Texas because he done had it with all the BS that Greg Abbott has put out uh, specifically he is against the abortion ban so thank you Matthew McConaughey for looking out for the women this is why we love you but he seems to be a little bit iffy on what he actually stands for on everything else he's made speeches and has given interviews where he wants to understand what politics should be and that he thinks that we need to redefine politics which I understand like you know I'm totally for someone wanting to address the issues and not just be going strictly by party line the whole thing about actors putting their hat in the ring for politics and all this other stuff I'm kind of over it I feel like he's seen people do it before I mean not to mention Trump but yes he is one of the few who really was not into politics at all we also have Arnold Schwarzenegger who's successfully done it in the right way and it's like you can make that transition so I get where he's coming from to say like hey I would rather run because what's going on right here is not okay now I also get on the flip side where he's like I don't really know too much about politics so I I don't know where I would stand on all of these issues but I know on this one I am absolutely against the abortion bill and I, I I'm here for it so I feel like if he wants to jump in that's fine but it's gonna take you some time you're gonna need a year or two to really focus and learn the same way that you would put in that time and work for a new movie a new role you should do it with this too if you are serious about it and if not then you should find the politician that you want to back and be their right hand person to promote them that part and now we got that b-a-n of the week which stands for what bitch ass and words because everyone and anyone should be shaded and sometimes y'all be doing so much that we really got to get you up out of our lives and this week's end of the week is no other than Johnny from Married at First Sight Treba let the people know why this particular man gotta be gone I first and foremost before we talk about Johnny I want to talk about Lifetime the network that is airing this show they are allowing the women who have decided to put their love out there and want to get married it's men and women who just want to get married that they're literally marrying a complete stranger and getting to know them but i have seen all too many times in a few of these seasons that the women are like having to deal with rude inconsiderate it's so many different things on so many different levels but it should not be okay and they have actual therapists that are guiding them but I'm seeing that the women are really taking a beating here emotionally mentally these men that they are putting them with that they thought would be a good match are manipulative and it's it's not okay but Johnny the way he talks to his current wife Val is nasty He's even told this woman he wasn't attracted to her because, yes, they 
they went on a date 15 years ago when they were in college. He then ghosted her. And it just so happens that they were matched to get married. He told Which her the so reason. insane to me. Very insane. And, you know, coincidental. The world be like that sometimes. So you sign up to marry a stranger. Hey, it wasn't an actual stranger. He tells her, "We, I wasn't attracted to you 15 years ago. Like, why would I be attracted to you now? And the thing is, he was very forward on wanting sex. So once they finally had sex, he was kind of like, that was the only thing that he wanted. And now he's like, you know, I'd rather just pull away. He's his mind games, his mind tricks. He literally just tells her all the things she's doing wrong. When literally all she's doing is try to please him, but he's not actually doing anything to make her happy, to make her feel good. I mean, this man is actually bipolar the way he is acting, but every time he flips, it's a whole new nasty dirty side and i think married at first sight like the therapist and the producers need to step in the way he talks to this girl yeah i'm really not here for his hot then cold then warm then ice cold and then wanting to make it seem like it's all bow he gas lights the shit out of this girl every single episode and then loves to make it seem like oh she's lying she doesn't do any of these things and i love how he goes she doesn't do any of that and i'm just like homie we just saw it on camera her doing all the things that she says she's been doing for you yeah you want to sit here and pretend like she's not so which one is it which one is it you're just a piece of shit that's what it is and i don't buy that whole oh he left the house he went and stayed at a friend's house i think that he purposely started an argument with bow so that he could have a reason to leave the house and then you see him laid up in the bed allegedly alone he went to go see somebody whether he went to see someone or not, everything he's doing is completely disrespectful and disregarding her feelings. He even disinvited her from a family event that they had already planned weeks prior that they were going to. His family was having a barbecue. He tells her right before, like, hey, you're not coming anymore because I don't want my family to get attached to you because, like, it's just not working now. He's constantly talking shit about her in front of her face to the therapist. Like, it's happened. And I don't understand how Bao, his wife, is just so... She's too calm for me. Because this man would have been got chopped up. Like, I'm just not understanding why he thinks he could talk to her like that and completely just fuck her up mentally. It's not cool. Exactly. But you know what? Men will be menning. Men will be menning. But also, the people are telling us that Bao is now dating Zach, who is another Murray person on the show. They clearly, I mean, we have to wait and see the finale to see whether they want to continue being married to each other. We already know that shit ain't working. But apparently, she's with Zach. And I'm just happy that she's with anyone, anyone who's not Johnny. Facts. My favorite part of the show is... We out here with it, baby. So, our girl... Rapper, actress, all the things. Eve, she is preggers and expecting her first child with her multi-millionaire hubby, Maximilian Cooper. Now, Maximilian already has four kids with his ex-wife, but that's okay because Eve has been married to him for over 10 years now and they have made a nice blended family. Yes, their family is so cute and I love that. Uh, they're able to come together and really do the co-parenting thing, the blended family thing. And now they're just growing their family that much more by by bringing this baby into the world. Yes. So she can expect their first child in February of next year. And this is just so great for her because she talked about how she's had really bad fertility issues that she 
had to deal with throughout the years to get here. So the journey is underway, honey. We are so excited for you. And on top of that, her show called Queens on ABC premiered this week. Oh, it's, honey, it's everything. It reminds me of that Fox show, Our Kind of People. So much happened in this one episode. I was like, wait, hold up. Another twist, another plot? And I really did not know that this musical group they're in, it's a rap group. So we see Brandy rapping. We see Notori Norton rapping and, of course, Eve because that's what she does best. So it's it's good. It got the scandals and that's one to watch out for. Okay. So she out here birthing babies and birthing hits. Love it. Love to see it. Look at God. But we also have one extra special highlight for we winning this week, girl. Oh, what is it? It is you. You know what? I almost forgot. I didn't have a busy couple of weeks, couple of days. But yes, I was on Nick Cannon's daytime talk show Wednesday. October 20th, and I was highlighted as the damn cam woman of the day, showing off my nice outfit, and you know, I had a little chit-chat with Nick, he was asking me what I do, and you know, congratulating me for being a professor out here in these streets, yes, I'm doing all the things, and he even did a little zoom in on my shoes, but luckily, the feet was put together, so you're not gonna catch me on a bad day, no, Nick, I come prepared, I had the whole outfit, I had a great time, his show is really uh, great and inspirational, so thank you for that highlight, Nick. No, thank you for gracing us with all your fabulousness on daytime TV, girl. Well, you know, when uh, I stopped by last week as a guest and when they asked me to come back, I said, absolutely. So, yes, thank you. Ooh, hold on now because we got some really good watches and some really good stuff coming out and premiering this month. Check this out. So a few episodes ago, we let you know about a new movie called King Richard starring Will Smith, which is centered around the life and times of the Williams sisters father and their family growing up and what it was like uh, for them to come up before they became the super big time tennis stars that they are. Well, the movie is out next month, y'all, and you have to go see it. I'm definitely going to go a couple times so that they can take all my money. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to see it because we're not only going to get to see the younger life of superstars, Serena and Venus Williams, but we'll also get to see their father and, you know, basically how he made his amazing daughters who they are because it was, he concocted the whole thing in his head and he made it happen also we have jamie fox he's out here with a new book and it's called act like you got some sense now he said his grandmother who he loved so dearly used to say that to him all the time so he absolutely had to name it in honor of her and tell us a little bit what it's about girl yes i cannot wait to read this because honestly a good lot of y'all need to start acting like you got some damn sense so i suggest that everybody runs to buy this book as you mentioned it's about mostly about all of the no-nonsense things that his grandmother used to tell him uh but he also discusses his pitfalls of his life in hollywood and the lessons that he takes from both worlds to raise his two daughters i think that's 
really beautiful. And one of the things that I love most about Jamie Foxx, other than he is boing, fine, 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 is that he always comes across like this really down to earth guy who no matter how famous he gets, no matter how much money he makes, no matter how many accolades he get out here, he, nev- he has never forgotten where he comes from. True that. And he even said now when his oldest daughter, her date came to the door, Snoop happened to be at his crib. So he said, Snoop, let's, oh, let's go play. Let's go play with this boy over here. So Snoop rolled up, did a little crib walk and it was it was funny is all hell so that is in the book and i can't wait to read it as well now netflix is doing a bit of a spin you know nothing is original nowadays they have to redo things reboot things everything just coming back so netflix decided to order 10 episodes for the spinoff of that 70s show but tell us how they gonna do it with a little twist so in this spinoff i guess kind of continuation of that 70s show it's 1995 and leah foreman daughter of eric and donna is visiting her grandparents so she's going to be spending the summer with her grandparents red and kitty honestly i don't know how much more ditzy they could have made kitty but thinking about this as 1995 i'm just like she gonna be on like 10 different battles of chardonnay in these episodes and red whoo buddy red's probably gonna get even crankier yeah i think it'll be cool so basically instead of that 70s show it's gonna be that 90s show and not for nothing i am really just happy that the two parents are still alive like i'm not joking like in real life i'm just saying i would want to see how this turns out so i'll be looking for that whenever it shows up and then project runaway just premiered its 19th season this month and it was a really great first episode you know we haven't seen it in a whole year because of covid but we have a lot of poc designers people from around the america and some out um you know around the world too so it was really great really first nice designs everywhere and you know black people holding it down very talented all right one of my always interesting segments i love to intro for my girl silly it's your time to sound off thank you thank you thank you bestie co-host for this week i don't really have a whole lot to get into this sound off is more of a reminder to the people on just how batshit our criminal justice system really is last year in the midst of the pandemic uh black people were fighting two pandemics while the rest of the world was fighting covid19 black people and people of color in america have still been fending off the pandemic of racism and one of the more unfortunate victims of this battle was Ahmad Arbery, who was killed by three men while he was out on a jog. Now, almost a year and a half later, the trial is underway. Jury selection has started this week. Attorneys have started with their back and forth on who gets to ask potential jurors what. And the judge is estimating that it could take about two weeks to have a full jury set up before we can continue with the trial. I just want to give everyone a reminder, just because we may have seen a accountability in the Derek Chauvin trial does not mean that the fight is in any way, shape or form over. The criminal justice system still disproportionately and negatively impacts people of color. When we are dealing with cases where the suspect is white and the victim is black, the likelihood of getting anything resembling justice is practically damn near non-existent. So let's not get complacent with this with this conviction that we got back in June. And let us not forget that we still have a long, long 
long, long way to go. When it comes to the taking of an innocent life for literally just going about and doing what white people are allowed to do every single day, justice in this case, I'm not going to be happy with anything less than throw the book at him. Throw him under the prison is what I have to say about that. Uh, But hopefully things do progress in a way that's not entirely batshit. Let's just keep praying, sending our thoughts to the Arbery family, and hopefully we will get some justice. It's time for sad blackity black ass truth. So a black realtor and their clients filed a lawsuit after Michigan police handcuffed them during their home or uh-uh, get into this, Sally. I mean, like it's it's like what we just said. Black people can't do anything out up in here without getting accused of doing some illegal fraudulent stuff. So a real estate agent by the name of Eric Brown was showing a home to his client, Roy Thorne, and his 15 year old son, Sam. Samuel back in August in the city of Wyoming, Michigan, when some old bitty bored ass Karen called the cops talking about how the house was getting broken into. The cops came in. They made all three gentlemen leave the house with their hands up. They ended up handcuffing them. The son and the father were put in two separate patrol cars and the real estate agent Eric Brown was made to sit out on the street handcuffed while trying to explain how he was the real estate agent. And they must have been out there for at least an hour before it got all settled. Not to mention two of the police officers had their weapons drawn on them the whole time. It's just so obviously we know it's sad. Obviously we know stupid, ridiculous stories like this will happen again and again, but it's the disrespect. It's the fact that you can't give those three black men, especially a 15 year old, which, you know, they start telling their young sons and their young boys at a younger age. But when you actually there with your son while it's happening, it's even worse. You can't get your dick dignity back when something like that happens especially while you are trying to buy a home or you're the realtor and you're doing your job I'm it just it never it never amazes me because bullshit is everywhere the best part was that in the original video where they showed them getting arrested so when they took them out of the car uh you could hear the father saying oh I was just looking for a good home to move my family into but I know what neighborhood will not be on that list absolutely they lose out but you know what you'll find a better community I hope they win everything they're suing for get those coins And now time for Celeb News Reality Roundup. So Nick Cannon just can't stop talking like ever, ever. Even though we're out here celebrating Kim K and her doing all the things and making fun of herself and resuscitating the SNL lineup, Nick Cannon just could not help himself. And on the latest episode of Drink Champs, he was out here talking about how upset and heartbroken he was when she lied to him about her leaked sex tape with Ray J. Yeah, the thing was, nobody knew they were dating. If this happened back in 2007, why? Why are you even bringing that up now? It was so long ago. The both of you have moved on. The both of you have gotten married to other people. Multiple times. You have children. You're getting divorces. Like, there are some people that you've dated years ago. You don't need to talk about them. It's just like, why bring it up? So, apparently, he said that he was asked this question and that that was his response but really his response was that he well one person broke his heart and he said the person who broke his heart was 
Kim Kardashian. And so obviously he had to give more context to that. And that's how we found out that they were dating and that the leaked sex tape came out while him and Kim were together. So he wasn't sure if basically she had done the tape while they were together or prior. But all I got from it was Nick Cannon, you're telling us you're dating Kim and you're trying to say that maybe you possibly hit it first. Like we didn't need to know that. So then after all of Kim K and everybody else went up in the comments on the socials and said, you wrong for that. Why'd you bring it up? X, Y, and Z. Nick then apologized. But you know what? That's one that you could have just kept to yourself, sir. If we didn't know, we didn't need to know. She also has never admitted that they were a couple. Like she point blank and said we were never together. That is the funniest part. But you know what? That's how you come back. That's how you get them right back. You're like, mm, it, it's okay. I still have more M's in you. We talking millions. But we're going to move right on. We already told y'all about Married at First Sight with Johnny. This bow and Johnny is not okay. It's too toxic. The toxicity level is off the fucking meter. I don't like it. Yeah, the toxicity level is radioactive, girl. It's like the way he keeps... You see that manipulative mindset where he blames everything on her. And she says, well, what can we do? What can I do to make this better? She does exactly what he says. And then he will find another thing to argue with her about. And I'm just so tired of seeing it. But I also want to continue watching to see her just say, fuck you. Like, I want her to go off on him. And I want her... I want to see her win. Because the way he's treating her is nonsense. Now we're going to move on to Michaela and Zach. I don't understand what you are doing. But I, I know it's a little crazy, but I do agree with Michaela. So Michaela and Zach, they had a conversation basically where he said, if this were decision day, would you choose me? They both said, no, they wouldn't choose to stay in the marriage. So Michaela said, well, if that's what you're saying, then why are we sleeping in the same bed? I want to sleep in a separate room. So Zach gets mad and says, no, why you got to take it that far? Why are we sleeping in a separate room? She said, you know what? I'll take it one step further because he said, if you're going to sleep in separate rooms, I might as well go sleep in my apartment. So eventually they got into an argument. He did leave. And while he left, she moved out of the entire apartment. And I don't blame her. I'm like, if you know you are going to divorce me while we going to play footsie and have sex, what is that about? Exactly. Uh, you tell me that in this experiment where the whole point was to find someone that you've never met, marry them and seeing if you're going to stay together and now you're telling me that you have no intention on staying with me why am i gonna give you the cookies if you don't even want to be in the cookie jar like get the hell out of here facts now Sally's favorite and everybody's favorite gil is still being a great husband out here to undeserving merla however merla done switched up on us she is actually starting to like her husband and i don't like this because gil is your man Sally. you know what Things happen. And honestly, as much as I would love to have Gil the firefighter putting out my fires, I have to say I'm kind of here for Gil and Marla. I know. It's like she's slowly breaking down her walls. And she even liked the dog. That's what did it for me when she was liking the dog. But you know that it is one crazy ass season when the two people that had no hope are now the best couple. And I'm Mm -hmm. here. I was like, I actually think I want Gil and Marla to be a thing. But like, they don't have any problems right now. And I'm not mad at that. So now Brett and Ryan, Ryan is another toxic asshole, except he 
he's not as bad as Johnny. He knows he doesn't want to be with Brett, but he won't tell her. And I hate dumb ass men like this. Like, if you know you don't want to be with me, just say that. Especially since we have to continue doing this experiment and living in this apartment. You, you're giving me the fake and I can feel your vibes, but I would rather you just be a man and say, no, boo, this ain't for me. Exactly. So my thing is just like, I don't understand why men think that they need to stay in a situation or do certain things or say certain things out of this obligation or not wanting to hurt the other person's feelings. What actually hurts my feelings is you doing something because you think you have to, not because you actually want to. Brett has told him time and time again, dude, be honest. If you're not into it, you're not into it. Like I am a big girl. I can handle it. I don't need you to throw me any pity parties or do any favors for me. Like that's just all around, not just in this situation, but I've seen this across so many other situations where it's so fucking annoying because we, you know what women want? We want honesty. We want transparency. We want you to actually want to do these things with us. But if you don't want to be here in this space with me, move the fuck out the way so I can find someone who does. Absolutely. Now we're going to get to the last couple, Rachel and Jose. I, after, you know, he locked her out the house and tried to claim like he didn't know she was there. Anyways, his little short manipulative ass, they've gotten better, but it's just very fake. Like I know they're not going to last. I think they're just trying to finish out the season and do their duties that they already signed contracts for, but I know that they're not going to make it. And basically I just need to see how the rest of this plays out. And I cannot wait for the reunion because I want to see how Zach and Bow got together like i need more tea on this yes because social media is blowing up showing us all the receipts but we need to know what the purchases were I want to know the purchases, yes, along with those receipts. And, you know, Love and Hip Hop, they've been giving the same amount of nothing. So we're not even going to go into it. Every time I look at Miami, they're arguing over the same thing. Trina, why are you late? Trina's like two hours late to some booking or performance. And it's like, girl, you are a seasoned vet of like 20 years. You know good and damn well you can't be no two hours. Like, stop it. So anyways, we're going to bypass that. And we're going to get to this crazy below deck reunion that actually wasn't that crazy because it was kind of like a waste of my time. Andy spent one hour of my life that I can't get back and you were asking questions and prolonging things that didn't need to be prolonged but you didn't ask the right questions to the right people also Courtney was very 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 drunk Courtney done showed up to this thing already a little swooshy she was drinking wine when the reunion started she opened a bottle uh like 20 minutes into the episode and then 20 minutes after that Andy was shading the hell out of her talking about oh there goes Courtney reaching for some more wine and girl you know how shady these editors are you know they're gonna cut to you every time you take a drink out of that wine glass and that's exactly what they were doing because they knew your ass was sloppy yes but you know what your ass shouldn't have been drunk during a reunion like that's you can drink after the reunion that's what people do if you want to have one glass of wine fine but you had like four bottles honey we know you had four bottles before you started because you were done and I've never seen an entire crew that's as sloppy drunk as these people you normally have one person maybe two but literally like half the cast will all they be all a mess. dropping all over each other and it's like yes Courtney was drunk but it's not the same kind of contained drunk that Merla did 
when she had to meet the therapist because she definitely was drunk. She was hanging out with her girls and she showed up. But you know what? It made her more open to talking about her love for her husband. Courtney just looks sloppy. And then to hear her talking about Lexi and other people, she was talking sensibly. She was pretty coherent for the most part. But I'm like, who are you to be talking when you are this messed up? Exactly. Now, on to Captain Sandy. I'm like, you got to get over this love that you have for Malia. It's really weird. Like, we knew when you blew up on her, it was for no reason. But what I really hated in this reunion was that, yes, they needed to address the Lexi issues. She said a lot of crazy things. But since she wasn't there, you could have touched on it. And you also should have really reprimanded Matt and talked about his real role in it. But the fact that the rest of the crew are friends with Chef Matt and the fact that he didn't get fired after they, like he got chance and chance and chance. I felt like him and Lexi should have been fired. And the fact that they spent half the reunion almost talking about Lexi and her behavior, but they're not really like slapping the book on Matt for what he did. I can't. I don't understand. Matt has been nothing short of a disgusting piece of shit the entire season and they were pretty much just giving him carte blanche to continue being a disgusting piece of shit. And even though I am not here for 95% of Sandy's antics, I did not appreciate the way that he was talking to her because at the end of the day, that was still his boss. You made an ass out of yourself on national television. I will be shocked and appalled to hear of anyone who would want to hire you after seeing you acting like that yes and i want to say chief stew katie or should i say sister katie because you know the last crew <laughs> the mel hills friends when she was searching for she said sister katie sister courtney that was too funny but that's a black person you're gonna put sister and brother in it because at the end of the day we family so treat me right but katie you are not good at your job. You are a great stew. You can get all the things done, but you are not good at decision making. None of the decisions you made were correct. You should have fired Lexi after that first incident that they had. That's what you should have done. And then you should have never had the fourth stew come on. And then when she did, you say, oh, well, you know, this isn't what I need. Instead of using her correctly and getting rid of Lexi since she was such a huge problem to you, you let her go. And then Lexi was also let go. And I'm just like, how are you making your decisions? Then you decide to overwork yourself. So you are now doing two people's jobs, working 20 hours straight. For what? You are leading this crew. What are you doing? I need them to bring back Hannah and bring back, what's the other one that I love, who have retired? Oh, I don't know. Kate, I need oh, them Kate, to bring Kate, back Kate. Hannah and Kate. Those were the chief stews of all chief stews. You can't be bringing in new chief stews every season and they cannot get it right. But Bravo, what you really need to do is next season, below deck med, you need a whole new crew. Everybody needs to go. Captain Sandy included. Everybody sucks. And I would also like to highlight how I'm going to need Deck and the Stews to stop referring to the Black and POC charter guests as demanding when they are on the boat. Because, bitch, part. I'm on a super yacht, which means I had to pay super yacht money, which is not no ten dollars or $20,000 up in here. It's a lot of ducats. So if I'm paying all this money, you're going to give me super yacht service. And if I want to be out with my sedity ass on the hot tub at 4, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, I 
can do that. Because why? The customer is always right. Absolutely. If they want amazing five-star food and they want drinks around the clock, you are there to wait on them hand and foot. So the fact that you don't have someone to stay up till four in the morning, that's a you problem. They don't need to know about that shit. They're paying to not know about that shit. So again, throw this whole entire season away. It sucks, but I cannot wait for Captain Lee. That new season is coming up next week. So I I, I want to see all that. Bravo. I don't know what the fuck you did with this season, but Captain Sandy also needs to go. And on top of that, don't forget to look out for our Real Housewives highlights. It's coming out soon. If you want to hit us up to say hey or let us know about any It Be Your Own People moments, send us an email at ibyoppodcast at gmail.com. Hey, y'all. Don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Podcast. And that's all we have for you today on It Be Your Own People. Stay woke. Stay alert. And tune in next time.